good afternoon and good evening wherever you are. This is the Expansive Business Podcast coming to you live from Cape Town and Johannesburg. My name is John Sane. If you haven't listened to our podcast before, welcome to it. Eric and I, my podcast host, talk about everything to do with expanding your life, whether it's in your personal career, I mean your personal life or in your career or in your business. This is what Eric and I are fascinated about, even for our own lives, plus for our clients' lives. And so John here from Cape Town, how are you doing? Welcome to LinkedIn, welcome to Facebook, and welcome to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you're listening to this. The gift that keeps on giving is what we call our podcast, Eric, our child that's now two years old. But before I carry on, Eric, how are you doing there in Johannesburg and what's cooking there for you? Hey, brother. Yeah, um, I'm really doing very well. I just jumped off a keynote that I was doing for uh, one of the big insurers in, in SA uh, before this podcast. So I've been standing for a while. Do you ever do your, your keynotes? Can you hear the squeaking in the Can't background, by the way? Can't hear you. Can't hear you. Uh, let me quickly have a look here. There we go. Now I can hear you. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, all of a sudden. Okay. Uh, so I was just saying that, um, can you hear the squeaking in the background as well? You probably didn't hear that. Can you hear it now? Yes, now I can. And okay. one of the dogs got a toy. Yeah. Jaeger obviously <laughs> has a toy in 2017. Uh, yeah, no, listen, things yeah. are going well. Um, like I said, I was just doing a, a keynote for one of the big insurers before we jumped on. So I've been standing for a while. Uh, do you ever do your keynote standing or do you mainly do them sitting down? I used to do them standing. It just depends on my setup. I do mm. like them standing, but right now I've got this kneeling chair that I'm on right now, you know, like yeah. I sit like that with my back up. So that's what I've been using for now. And when I'm live, obviously I'm standing. So okay. yeah. You, do you like a standing? Yeah. I think it brings a bit of a different dimension to it. Um, mm. It also depends. Like I, I guess sometimes I prefer to sit, I almost feel a bit more regal. And sometimes I feel like I need to stand to be a bit more energetic and energized. Okay. Mm. What's been happening okay. for well, you? All right. Good. So how did the talk go? Yeah, it went really well. Um, <laughs> you know, this is uh, something that we do every single day. Uh, it's, it's interesting that, like, I find my approach is very different online than, than in person. I guess that makes sense. Like, yeah. I'm saying that, I guess it makes total sense. But yeah, man, I miss being on stage. I miss doing it in front of, like, uh, a crowd with the slides, with the atmosphere. Like, I'm, I'm kind of sick and tired of speaking to a webcam. So, but, but it is what it is and, uh, it's been a good ride so far. Anyway, what's been happening for you? <laughs> <laughs> so look, a couple of things. Are we going to have a squeaky toy the whole way through? No, so I'll, that's I'll, just I'll, what it is today. <laughs> uh, no problem. I mean, no problem. That is, that is a point of live, right? So, uh, Let me see. There it is. Yes. Going full on your dogs. Loving that uh, squeaky toy. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm live tomorrow again, uh, for a cell phone company, MTN here in South Africa. Um, and this afternoon, I'm uh, here in on this desk speaking for a um, a construction company. So yes, I think all of us miss that live and want to go live. But uh, right now, we really don't have much choice uh, with it, you know? Yeah. It is what it is. So uh, I wanted to talk today about something that uh, I think is, is important for everybody to think about and uh, just kind of like really start to revisit on a lot bigger scale. You know, we're having this idea of dispersion, right? I've spoken about this. Uh, I got it from Scott Galloway that I listen to a lot. And he talks about this idea that, you know, we went from this pinnacle of focusing on one person, one place, and then all of a sudden now it's dispersed into this sort of everybody's on their own. It's almost like the sharing economy. There's a much more networked process that's happening. And in these sort of little worlds, 
what really starts to stand out is who you are, your network, uh, what your personal brand stands for, and how you're going about developing this trust in the marketplace, whether you're a doctor, whether you're a speaker, whether you're a uh, a surgeon, whatever the case may be, you know, we, mm. we're having this incredible dispersion of focus points. And I think that's the key here. And I think that's the, the topic I want to chat about today is, is our focus has moved away from CNN to a million YouTube channels, a million TikTok channels, a million Twitter channels. Everybody's a star. And we are now living in a world where everybody's able to be a star. It's the most amazing thing. Mm. You know, everybody can have a following no matter what you do. So I think it's important for us to tackle this because I think that a lot of people feel shy to do anything. Uh, they feel like their friends and family might think they're crazy for putting out a blog, a vlog, uh, anything out there. Mm. And I thought maybe what we could do is share some ideas that we have experienced and also some share some ideas around what we are doing and also what are the biggest brands out there doing, personal brands, that we find fascinating. And if mm. anybody's got any questions throughout this uh, podcast, please type them up, uh, make a comment below the video, they pop up on our screen, and then Eric and I can also tackle those. So personal brand in the time of dispersion, where our focus point is moving everywhere, and everybody can become a star. Mm. So it really is a, a fascinating new world that we're moving into that was never available. I mean, if you think about it, there was Oprah, Larry King, uh, I don't know, Madonna, U2. I mean, there was very few stars. There wasn't a lot of stars. And now we have Cardi B, Mr. Beast, Eric Kruger. I mean, they're just everywhere. It's like stars everywhere. So, you know, um, what do you, what's your think? What's your thinking? It's quite interesting because so I've been dealing with a bit of online harassment, right? And like, I think the one thing that has, that has been so important is the fact that I've been spending years building an online reputation. And the fact that I've done that has stood me in really good stead over the past couple of weeks, right? Mm. So I think there's the one component of building a personal brand is going to be that you are building a reputation that is able to withstand attacks and make no like mistake. Cyber attacks is going to become a bigger and bigger thing. And I've been diving into this quite a bit and, you know, like, deep fakes for example where they're able to like just mask your face to whatever like whatever scenario you want to think of like that's going to become more and more rife and i've actually seen that there's a bit of a, a counter movement that's happening where people are saying like let's start going the pseudonym route like let's start like hiding behind like uh made up avatars and uh pseudonym names right so that's quite interesting but i think to your point I do think that more than ever before, we all have a platform from which we can share our views, our beliefs, from which we can build a business. And I know that you just published a thing today saying that it's it's about the business of you. So do you want to like kick us off then and, and give us some direction for how do you think we go about capitalizing on this dispersion as personal brands living in this world? Well, I think it's exactly that. Is it is that that business of you that I see proliferating every everywhere. You know, uh, you watch these people that um, are doing uh, going into the stock exchange and putting their business and, and making it go public. Their personal brand counts for so much. It adds so much value to that stock. 
Um, in fact, I was listening mm. to another podcast yesterday, Kara Swisher, and she was saying that she wanted to speak to the head of, I think it was artificial intelligence for uh, Tesla or SpaceX, the head of SpaceX. And she would, she declined the interview. She said, all our interviews go through Elon Musk. And so Elon Musk's businesses each have CEOs, but no interviews go into, do you know any of Elon Musk's CEOs? You don't. Nobody yeah. does. Oh, you mentioned it. Yeah, neither did I. Actually, mm. when I heard that that podcast on my um, on my ride the other day, so I, I, I thought of, that really struck a chord for me. It's like it's so coordinated that we build this trust, this one way relationship with Elon Musk, and we get to trust him more and more and more, and not dilute that focus. So he is not dispersing mm. any energy away from him. He's just like focused solely on him. Um, which, which I think is amazing. You know, he's done, he's done an amazing job of it. But if we take it down to any, uh, any, any career and, uh, whether you're a chef, you have a cookbook out or you're an interior designer, the value of how you are perceived is built on the business of you. And so before somebody comes to you, you know that that person is going to be expensive or cheap. You know that that person is respected mm. or not respected, that you can see the level of attention to detail that, that is happening there, you know, and something that keeps replaying in my head. And I thank him so much for it is Mr. Beast who said he's, he's got 70 million views of, uh, of views still happening and he's still not making money. He's putting all his money mm. back into developing the business of himself. And I think that's key. You know, I think we need to also realize that it's not just about selling merchandise. It's really about building community. It's like, how are you adding value to a community and then building yourself within that community or be of somebody of worth? So it's not always about doing a profit project. It's about adding value to the community. And this has also got me thinking a lot about what do I stand for? And Really, it's what's starting to dawn on me is I stand obviously for animals and, and we know that and you do as well. But what about men's work? And, and you know, I, I made that post. Uh, I took it from Instagram. It was a thank goodness news Instagram post about the gentleman's club where these teachers had started this club for boys at school who are 10, 11 years old who don't have any dads. They started this gentleman's club and it's got a quarter million views. It's got over 10,000 likes. It really just went viral in so many ways and only because there's such a desperation and need for men's work. And so mm. building out a men's work retreat and building out an idea of adding value to the community, whether it's through animals or through men's work, it really is becoming something that I think is more and more important as we move into a world where in order for somebody to spend time with you, you really have to go out of your way to create an experience for them. You know, I heard this other uh, podcast. I, I, mean, I, I listen to podcasts a lot, but this guy was saying officers aren't dead. Officers have to reinvent themselves. If you think about what officers were, they were just plain rooms with desks in them. And that was it. You know, what they have to start doing is developing and creating specific personalities, things they stand for, why people need to come to them, why must they be more fun? It's almost like it's forcing them to become more consumer-centric. And it's, again, the same thing as our personal brands is we have to stand for something. We will develop lovers and detractors or haters, but that's part of the process. And the more we delay this process, the longer it begins the process of building momentum. And I think it's important that we build momentum mm. 
in uh, developing these personal brands, standing for something, adding value to community and trying to uplift each other in the best way possible, you know? So I've kind of landed the sweet spot of animals and men's work becoming something I want to add value to and uh, create some sort of community around. Mm. What's been happening with the, the retreats? Are you, cause I'm, I'm last time we actually got cut off right at the time that you were going to talk about that. So what's been happening in that space? So the, the two gentlemen that I'm working with, Paul and Falker, um, we've now developed, uh, we're in the process, the website's now being registered. It's called, um, Men in Nature, in nature, men, leader, leaders in nature, leaders in nature. And it's a play on word of nature because we're going to be doing four day retreats in nature, but actually the nature of a leader. And, uh, it, it mm. incorporates uh, futuristic work as well as ancient masculine work through the hero's journey. And so we're developing the programs, the branding, um, the costings and all of those things. And we want to have, you know, four to six retreats a year, um, where we can take about seven to 14 men, um, onto these retreats. It's men's only right now. And once we've designed it, we are going to start looking for female partners as well to run only woman retreats. Um, because I think it's important for us to have that space uh, to deal with the stuff that's shameful or embarrassing. And, and the truth is that every single man has some trauma or many traumas that we need to deal with. And sometimes it's embarrassing to do with people of the opposite sex. You know, you want to be able to do it in a space of safety and, and, and with a brotherhood. So we're in the process of developing that. And, and I'm really quite excited about it as it's uh, forming. Mm. So we're meeting every week and building momentum around uh, for that. Listen, so I mean, I, I think there's a, a ton of value in what you've been saying in that ultimately, if we are building personal brands in this dispersed world, a big part of that is knowing what you stand for. A big part of that is knowing the value that you bring to the table and that you are actually delivering that value and that you do that consistently and long enough that over time, uh, people be, start to trust you. You know, they implicitly start thinking of you when they think of whatever topic you might be covering or whatever you stand for as a personal brand and that you're always, you're always thinking about ways to add value to a community. So I think that's, that's all very useful. I think what often gets in the way because in coaching, I've actually had this conversation many times that I have leaders who come into a session and they'll say, you know, I want to be more of a thought leader. I want to have more of a personal brand because it's easy to build, easy-ish to build a brand inside of an organization where everyone knows you. It's different when you have to do it in the outside world and you are going to publish something and someone might criticize you for that. They might say something negative about like your work that you're putting out. And so as soon as people start engaging with that, they start thinking about building this brand, there's this fear that sets in. And it's the fear of failure. It's the fear of rejection. Um, it's the fear of being judged. So what, do you, what would you say to someone who, who's dealing with those kind of fears? Yeah, I mean, I think those fears are just, they're always going to be around. You know what I mean? Just going out the house, you're going to have that. Um, I remember speaking to a speaker that you both and I know about, and he had the same issue. And I said, you know, maybe you should stop judging people online and you wouldn't feel like you're being judged. He was projecting his own judgment onto the world and then expecting everybody else to have the same perspective as him. Mm. You know, when I watch somebody else's video and there's some real muhus making videos and you know what? Good for them, man. You know, it's like, and everybody's got their own market. You know, I say this, you know, like, I'm not a fan of Wimpy, but lots of people like Wimpy. So what must I 
Am I saying mm. lamb-based people that eat it wimpy? No, like it's you eat wimpy, so that's your choice. And also personal brands are the same. You know, you have lovers, you have haters. Uh, if you bland and you disappear into the background, it also says a lot about the fact that did you make an impact at all in any way? And so I, I, I do think that people have their own uh, stories going on about their own judgments of other people and then making mm. that everybody else's. Mm. So do I think that everybody loves what I do? No. Do I think that everybody hates what I do? No. Do I think that some people enjoy it at times? Yes. Like all of us do, you know, you'll cling on to somebody that you listen to and you listen to them, listen to them, listen to them. And then you're like, okay, I'm out. And so that happens to mm. everybody. And that's okay as well. You know, and sometimes I listen to you and you, you complain about Robin Sharma, for example, and I go through phases and sometimes I listen to Robin and I'm like, yeah, he's got some decent work. And other times I'm like, it's just boring. He keeps selling his mm. Titan. Everything's about his Titan workshop. I'm like, okay, man, it's like, we got mm. the point. You know what I mean? So I think, I think we just have to get over ourselves. I think as South Africans also, we suffer from South Africanism. There's this idea of being judged and being seen or not being seen. But the truth is, look, the world out there is 5 billion strong on the internet. Like South Africa is a small part of it. There's big pockets of people all mm. around the world that you can be speaking to. So I think the potential is vast and we should be stepping up and, and, and creating it. And look, if you watch my first few videos, they are shocking and that's okay. And that's also mm. okay. And that's fun. That's part of the process. You know what I mean? So that's also good. What are you doing next for your brand, Eric? What's the next big thing happening for you? Listen, I mean, the, the biggest thing that I've been busy with has been uh, putting out good video content. Yes. And, and, and that's been like, it's been a hell of a ride and it's been a hell of a mission to put it out as yes. well. Because, you know, creating a video requires time uh like these videos aren't just me flipping on my phone it's like no they're proper down scripting no, proper, yeah. thinking about transitions yeah. yeah and uh and i've been loving the creative process behind that mm. even now you know i'm looking back at that and i'm looking at the first videos at the beginning of the year mm. and i'm going oh like, <laughs> yeah. that's actually painful to watch yeah, yeah yeah but but it's getting better yeah. you know and that's the thing that i enjoy the most and and i think that's also something that we need to in dealing with these fears Number one, you have to realize that it's not just about you. You are creating this for someone else. Yeah. So that takes away some of the fear because actually like you are trying to help someone. That's part of what you're doing here. But also like this is the process of becoming better. Like anything that yes. you want to work on, that you want to be a master at requires you to start right at the bottom and to work your way up. Absolutely. And the only way that you get to mastery is through feedback. Yeah. Like you can write as much as you want in private. You aren't going to improve as much as when you're writing in public. Yeah. Because people are going to give you some feedback. And that feedback, you can either, you get to decide what you do with it. You can mm. avoid it. You can delete it. Sometimes it's not going to be uh, worthwhile to engage with, in which case, like, delete it. It's fine. Mm. But sometimes people are going to say to you, you know what, like if you did this or this or this, like maybe this would have been better. Mm. And you listen to that and you go and implement it. And like all of a sudden things get better and better and better. Mm. And the one more thing that I want to say about fear and this, I can't remember where I heard it, but I just think it's so, it's so true about our, our lives online. And that is that something might be big in your world, mm. but it's not big in the world. Mm. Right. It's hardly ever big in the world. Like, <laughs> it's actually ever, never big exactly. in the world. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you think and you feel like everyone is yeah. watching you, yeah. you know? Like, I mean, we've been grinding for years online. Yeah. Like, we don't have like 400 people waiting for the expansion to go live <laughs> at 3 o'clock on, on a Wednesday afternoon, right? 
like it just doesn't work like yeah. that. It doesn't. It's not that easy. Yeah, yeah. You're only going to publish something, yeah. and it's going to go viral, yeah. and everyone's going to know about you. That, it takes. It, time. That's so funny. I remember when Sorry. I was a bodybuilder. People used to say, and I was a personal trainer when I was 17, and people used to say to me, "I don't want to get too big. Eh? I don't want to get too big." I'm like, yeah. "Do you know what it takes to get too big?" <laughs> It's like, you're not going to walk in and do two days of bench press. And they're like, oh, no, no, I'm a bodybuilder now. Damn it, I don't want to be a bodybuilder. Like, I don't want to be too famous. I don't want to be too famous. I'm just going to make one tweet and see how it goes. Let me see how it goes. Yeah, so, yeah it's a grind, man. It's a I, tell grind. All the, I, I tell all those clients, listen, go publish your first LinkedIn post. You'll probably get zero likes. That's actually what you're going to have to deal with is that you are so invisible. Yeah. That it's going to take time for people to actually give you the feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. Let's close but it it's up. It's a worthwhile endeavor. It, yes, let's close it yes. up. And let's, let's talk about this idea of dispersion, personal branding, making an impact, arriving before you arrive, standing for something and building community becomes every single person's privilege, but not even privilege. I would go as far as saying responsibility. You know, it's enough that we want to sit back and say, blame the government, blame this person, bad mouth that person. It's like, get on with it, build something, stand for something, step up, step out, and really start to create some sort of movement if you can, you know? And, uh, and, and, and it's not always about your own benefit. It's about the benefits of the people around you. So this is a hot topic for me right now. Thank you for letting me share it. Uh, if it is your mm, first time you. listening to this podcast, thanks and joining us. It's always available on Apple and Spotify. If you think somebody else could benefit from listening to this, please share it with them and please do take care of yourself. And once you've taken care of yourself, go and take care of somebody else. Eric. That's it. Thank you. I think that's the perfect way to end it. Ciao, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the conversation. Goodbye.